Welcome back to Puzzling, a true crime podcast. I'm Tiffany. I'm Sarah. And we're we're your hosts. I did not a single thing, um, besides work, but, like, this weekend, not a single thing, and it was very nice. Uh, Nothing at all? Well, my mom was up, no, not over the weekend, no, but my mom was up, um, she came up Tuesday, stayed to Friday, and I didn't even see her. I know. Such a bummer. I know. Uh, by the way, you're gonna hear Avery... Attempting to drink water with a glass cup. Oh, 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 oh never mind. She just, she just took a tumble and spilled it everywhere. Yep, no more water. You gonna pick it up? She's a, she's a good kid. Okay. Oh, she's just, <laughs> she's gonna drink the droplets that are left. <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. Oh, she's hilarious. No. Oh, oh she just okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Avery, Avery, we don't need to do that. Sarah, I love your baby. <laughs> she just dumped it out. They're so funny. She said, ah, oh, some of it spilled. Fuck it. She couldn't get it in her mouth because it was like, there just wasn't enough. And she couldn't lean back further enough, or far enough. So she just dumped it on her body instead. <laughs> oh, You're okay. done with it now? Yeah. Okay. I think we're done now. <laughs> she looks shocked. <laughs> okay, you gonna oh. put your helmet on? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's way too big for her. Oh, I I do oh. wish people could see what we are seeing. Yeah. Maybe I'll post a, the ring footage. Oh. <laughs> I'll just take a snippet of it. <gasps> <laughs> oh, she is funny. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, my mom was up on Tuesday to Friday. And so, uh, yeah, anyway, my what I was trying to say was that you're going to hear her because she's up. And, yes. Um, so, yes. Uh, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Life what happens when you have a baby. Yep. Life of a mother. A, a toddler, so you would say. <laughs> no. I hate it. She's a baby. I know. But she technically is She's a, a baby. She is a baby. I know, I know, I know. She will always be a baby. She doesn't need she gets... to get any older. I know. Uh-uh. Um, <clears throat> yeah, mom was up, so we had a nice time. She would definitely was a big help with Avery um, while I was working. So right, it was right. nice. Yeah, and she that woman never stops cleaning. I know. I know. She really doesn't. No, my mom doesn't touch a single thing when she comes to my, my house. My mom fucking wait, mom. You listen to this. <laughs> Excuse my mom, me. My mom folded my laundry. Oh my gosh. What I told her specifically not to do that. And then I came out from my one of my meetings because I had a basket in the... Hey. No, thank you. Nope. No. Avery. Stop. Avery. Hey. Hey, do you want this? What about this? Oh, yeah. She wants my phone. Yeah, she sure does. There um, we go. She'll probably be quiet now. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I told her specifically not to fold it, but there's a basket in the laundry room, and I came out from my meeting, and she was, she had it folded. And I was like, Mr. Don't touch my fucking laundry. 
Well, I appreciate it because I didn't wasn't gonna do it. I mean, I would have <laughs> eventually, eventually, but like, you know, it was, it was nice, but I, I prefer that she didn't. Yeah, but my house was very clean. Oh, yeah, while she was here. <laughs> don't, don't you love that? Yeah, my house is never clean. Yeah, so no, it was good. Good. Um, how was your week? Um, it was good. My dad came up, as we all know. Um, I had the puppies on thursday but they ended up not skiing on friday so Mm. i did not have them she doesn't want my phone anymore um but that was nice uh saturday friday night and saturday we went to an event and a memorial service for Mm. a a local here in tahoe um i cried a lot yeah i've never even met him alex has but man i just couldn't stop crying I'm just, those things are always sad, like, hearing the family and friends. Like, yeah. even if you don't know them, it's always, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Every time someone would tear up, I'm just, like, tears are just running down my face. I was yeah. a mess. Um, and then Sunday, I went to Reno and saw my grandpa. It's the first time I've seen him since his hip surgery. And How'd it go? He's doing a lot better. Good. Yeah. I'm really glad. Yeah, me too. To hear that. Um, I have to stay down there three days next week. To help out? Yeah, because my mom has to... The plan was for my mom to drive to Phoenix with my dad, because she has to go down there for work. <gasps> the piano song. Avery. <laughs> Avery. Can you turn it off? shouldn't turn that off before. <laughs> <laughs> Avery, can you bring me my phone? Can I have it? get her away from the piano um the plan was for your oh mom. Yeah. yeah um so he was gonna go home she was gonna drive with him because he drove here mm-hmm. and then she was gonna fly home from phoenix but he's not he can't go home yet be on his own oh yeah he still has some more time left in reno yeah he's stuck here stuck forever um he i'm sure he will be one of these days yeah <laughs> But aside from that, yeah, I have nothing else to say, really. Yeah. I don't have anything to look forward to. I don't think that I do either, honestly. Um, you want to grab that? Yeah. I don't know what she... <laughs> She's trying to make an emergency call. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> She's typed in pound, 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 six, six, three, three, one, one, three, two, one, 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 zero. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so try calling that number. <laughs> oh. Oh, and it's talking to me in different languages. Yeah. Um. Stop. Avery. Here, take this. This is a chaotic episode already. We're only seven minutes in. It's going to be a rough one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, she can go to bed in... 15 minutes all right we'll we'll take should we just pause for 15 minutes the case is not that (laughs) (laughs) oh sarah if it makes you feel better my case is not long today (laughs) okay Okay, we're pausing okay i'm not editing any of that out um but we are back baby is in bed (laughs) so deal with it um I have... Never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got anything else to say? I don't think so. Oh, Do you okay. have your moral question ready? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Mm, no, I do not. Are I guess gonna... it doesn't have to be moral questions. No, because it's really hard it to find is. moral questions. That are, like, fun. I think it's a fun... It should be, like, a fun thought-provoking, like... Okay, I will look. I can multitask, maybe. I thought I could, too, and then last time I missed so much of your episode. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm just gonna do this after. <laughs> <clears throat> Oof. Okay, well, I guess... Should we just get into it? Yeah. Okay. So this case takes place in Amity, Maine. I want to go to Maine. I know. I do. I... We were supposed to go to Maine for a wedding, and we unfortunately were not able to. I know. I've always wanted to go to Maine. Um, there's a... Okay. Sorry. Quick side note before okay. we start the episode. Uh, speaking of Maine. Uh, there is a place in Maine. There's a... Um show on disney plus it's called like the, i don't know it's something about like the coolest restaurants in the world or something like that mm-hmm. or like the most remote or okay unique i don't know i forget now but there is this restaurant in a barn on an island like in maine it's technically still maine but it's like an island mm-hmm. and it looks so cool. They grow everything there. They get everything on this island. Oh, fun. Um, you have to take, like, a boat into the island, and the boat only runs at certain times. So you have to, like, plan out your stay there. And then um, dinner, it's, like, a huge community. Like, the barn is set up as a dining room, but it's just, like, community tables. And dinner starts at five. And it's, like, it's a full course meal. Like, there's... The first course, second course, third course, fourth course, dessert, drinks. Like, it's fancy. That kind of reminds me of um, when we went to Oregon for my dad's wedding. We took a, like, a speedboat. I guess it wasn't really a speedboat. We took, like, a boat, like, all the way down. Not all the way down. But, like, a really long distance of Mm -hmm. the Rogue River and then back. And then on the way back, we stopped at... um, at like a restaurant and it's pretty much just like just a restaurant for that tour so there was multiple like boats that were parked there and everybody gets off and Hmm. like everybody you just like find long tables and they bring out the food and everything like it comes with the tour right that's so cool it was cool yeah this one is like it happened to be a really cold day though oh and in june yeah. Everyone was, fr- I had my, my light corduroy on uh, and I'm just like dying. I was so <laughs> cold. In June too, you'd be like, wouldn't expect Yeah, it was that. a strange, it was a strange yeah. June for them. Luckily huh. the day of their wedding was nice. Yeah. Because it was out, outside. Yeah, that is nice. Um, But yeah, I've always wanted to go to Maine and then now that I've seen that, I'm like, I want to go to Maine and go to that restaurant. I, and it looks so yummy. They had lobster rolls on, um on like homestyle biscuits i don't like lobster oh yeah but i do like homestyle biscuits let yeah. me tell you <laughs> and they had so every year they do a new menu and so this new chef that came was from the south somewhere i think like alabama or something louisiana maybe oh, good and food. like yeah good and food. apparently people in maine are like very stuck with like lobster rolls go on like hot dog buns you know like this is the way we do things and this is the way we like it and she was like well no (laughs) we're gonna change it up a little bit yeah so and they she put like grits in there and they were like 
or on the side. I know but, grits. <laughs> yeah, she was like totally trying to like change it up, and they ended up liking it. So, did you know that there is a Cajun restaurant in Tahoe? Yeah. Oh. Um, I have not been there, but I have heard of it. T- yes. I think it was um Toulouse. I think is how it's pronounced. Yeah. We went Toulouse. there for breakfast with my dad on Saturday. Oh, how was it? I mean, they don't have a lot on their breakfast menu. Um, so I just got, like, two eggs, mm-hmm. toast, and, um, potatoes, and andouille mm-hmm. sausage, and it was really good for what it was, but That's they don't good. have a lot on their breakfast menu. I've seen their dinner menu. They do have gumbo, though. <sighs> and it's gumbo very differently than I make it, so but I... But is there bell peppers in it? That is something we would have to ask them, yeah. because it doesn't say on the description, but they have ham in it, instead what? of chicken, because I put chicken. Yeah. They have ham, sausage, gumbo's supposed okra, to have... and something else. I thought gumbo's supposed to have seafood in it. There's seafood gumbo. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought I thought like a lot of gumbos come with at least shrimp. Right. Um, I don't put shrimp in mine. Yeah. Neither does my dad. I learned how to make it from my dad, so that's probably why. Right. <laughs> but, and a lot of gumbo has okra in it too, which I don't put in either. You like okra? I love okra. I've never had it. I should. I mean, I've had that one pickled okra that yeah. you got that you said wasn't very good. No, it was, it was okay. sweet. It should not have been sweet. Yeah, it was okay. No. Um, but yeah, I want to go back and try their gumbo. Hmm. We One should of these go. Days. Mm-hmm. Go for dinner. It's a date. It's a date. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the case. Yes. Um, so it takes place in Amity, Maine, in 2010. Uh, Amity's population at the time was only. Would you like to guess? Three hundred and forty nine. Oh, close. Two hundred and thirty eight. Oh, I was gonna guess two hundred something, and I I went up, went up. Two hundred and thirty eight people. That sounds terrible. That's half of my graduating class of high school. I think that's less than half of my graduating class of high school. <laughs> I think ours was four or five hundred. I can't I, remember now. Yeah, I think we had. We probably had about somewhere in the five hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Small. Um, so obviously it's a very small town and it kind of lived in the past at that point. Like nobody locked their doors. Everyone was very slow. I mean, in a town of 200 people, you know, everybody. Yeah. And, and the closest neighbors were a mile apart from each other. So it's like, you've got your own. You know what? I take it back. I want to move there. (laughs) I know. Me too. I want to have land. Like you've got your own space there. So it's like. It's not like your neighbor's right next door or someone's driving down the street looking for houses to break into, you know? Like, right. you're, you're on property. So, you know, it seemed really safe. Like, it That's was a safe town. That's what it always seems like. I know. It never is. On June 23rd, 2010, Jason DeHaan. Oh, and I Jason. did not mean to do a Jason. <laughs> I looked into this case because I only knew the, like, suspect's name. And when I looked into it, I saw that there was a Jason, and I was like, well, shit, it's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> but then Tiffany stole my thunder and did a Jason last week. So. Yeah, and I literally just happened, I clicked on an episode of Unusual Suspects, mm-hmm. and I was like, whatever this episode is, I'm doing it. And then um, and then I watched it, and I was like, are you serious that the murderer's name is Jason? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I did not even... Just by happenstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went yeah. to the end of season one, clicked it, and was like, this is the one. Yep. Yeah. I did... She stole my thunder. It's fine. 
Uh, anywho. Listen, you did an Alex, okay? Yeah, that's right. I know. Yeah. Uh, so Jason DeHaan's brother, Jake, which is my brother's name. Oh, my. Uh, okay. Is there a Sarah and a Tiffany in here, too? Like, what's no, going on? No, no, But every other name that you're going to hear is a J name. Oh, my gosh. Are they all related? Mm, some of them. Oh. It's kind of weird. Uh, okay, so Jason's brother, Jake, started to get worried that he hadn't returned from his friend, 50-year-old Jeff Ryan's what? house. Wait, how old is Jason? So Jason's 30. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's not like he's a kid and it's weird. I like, was thinking, like, teenage. No. So I, I'm like, what? Yeah, it's not like he's a kid, so it's not, like, weird that he didn't come home necessarily, right, but it right, was right. weird for him. Like, he never spent out anywhere. Yeah. It'd be um, like if I didn't come home one night. Right. Alex would know something was wrong. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, Jason's brother decided to go to Jeff's house to check in. Uh, Because, remember, sorry, I don't know if you heard, but he's at uh, 50-year-old Jeff Ryan's house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Jason's brother, Jake, went over to Jeff's house to check in, and there was no sign of them from the outside. And when he used a flashlight to look in the window, there was blood everywhere inside. He called his dad. What? Yeah. I mean, listen. When I, when my tire immediately went flat on the highway, I and I pulled off, the first part, I was like, Mom, what do I do? It's not a murder scene, though. But if I saw blood everywhere, the yeah. first person I would call would not be my mother. Right. So, like, I get you need, like... I mean, no, I feel like you it, always it, need parental advice, but not in a situation a bit like worse, this. Though. Oh, great. So their their dad comes, and they both go inside what? to look around. But why? I mean, yeah. my morbid curiosity would want to do that, but I wouldn't. Mm, I would not be trampling on a crime scene. No, 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 no. And like knowing that there's like, I mean, he could the murderer could still be in there right right i wouldn't my morbid curiosity would want to do it yeah i would not do it <laughs> yeah i bet they regretted it though i uh, bet they did yeah it it still didn't look like anyone was in there when they first walked in uh there's just blood in the living room uh-huh. but as robert so the dad's name is robert uh and robert went into one of the bedrooms and he saw jeff's 10 year old son jesse <gasps> No. Lying on the floor, obviously deceased from stab wounds. No, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so this is when they finally called the police. Okay, it's about time. Yeah, and the main state troopers came out real quick. When they arrived, they located Jason and Jeff's bodies also, but honestly, in pretty weird places. And it'll make sense later, but, like, it doesn't at first. Okay. Uh, Jeff's body was found... at on or in a shed on the property okay uh and jason's body was at the end of the driveway in a ditch tucker get down it in a ditch in a ditch yeah okay i mean like my first thought is maybe jeff was trying to hide or find something to defend himself and and jason was trying to run those would be my thoughts, maybe. Those are good. That's they're good thoughts. Um, good theories. We'll learn. We'll learn what happened. Okay. Uh, 
So all three of them had been stabbed to death, and all of them had obviously tried to fight back or run away. Oh, that's sad. Jeff's truck also was not there. Um, and it was found about 15 miles from his home a few days later, having been set on fire. Okay. Yeah. The detectives gathered evidence from the house and found beer bottles, cigarettes, fingerprints, and DNA from a man who didn't match Jason, Jesse, or Jeff. Obviously, Jesse's 10, so I don't believe that the beer bottles and cigarettes belong to him, but... I mean, you never know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These seem like good people. Listen, three-year-old me would have been all over those beers if I could have, okay? (laughs) Yeah. It started at an early age for you. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Um... So people in the area were terrified, obviously, that there was someone who could have done that. Like, their tiny town where they know everyone, like... Nothing it, bad ever happens here. Right. Blah, 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 blah. It, the, everyone was thinking, like, it must have been an, an out... Like, someone who didn't live here was an outsider. Uh, of course they're going to think that. Yeah. Especially because you know everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody, that, like, that you know you just want to believe are good people. Right. You wouldn't think that someone that you know and probably hang out with. Yeah could murder someone right or let alone three people yeah so um robert and joy strout an older couple couple in town spoke to a local newspaper their daughter tamara had a teenage daughter named mariah with jeff okay we're getting into like some family okay so jeff and tammy have mariah jeff and tamara yeah i know I just like Tammy better. I don't know if she went by Tammy. <laughs> I don't know if she did either. Okay, Tamara. I guess uh, I'll call her Tamara. Yeah. So, Jeff and Tamara had a daughter. Uh, Tamara's parents are Robert and Joy Strout. Okay. Uh, Robert goes by Bob also, so I think that's what I end up calling him. Bobby. Yeah. Got it. Uh, they spoke about how their granddaughter had just lost her father. Everything was, you know, sad and they were, it was, you know, it was a big deal. Oh, but everybody already knew at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, the, okay. They're talking like, to mm. the they're talking to the local newspaper like about the murders. Okay. Yeah. Um detectives started interviewing people and found out that someone had been staying with Bob and Joy. An outsider. An outsider. Ooh, bad idea. His name was Thane Ormsby. Thane Or Thane? Thane T H A Y N E. Um, Thane. Listen, I don't... It's like you trying to say Shane or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, my shiz are... They sound like Shane. I feel like you don't really say the S part in Shane. (laughs) But yeah. I just like to make fun of you. I know, it's fair. (sighs) I don't blame you. So Thane was 20 years old and his mother was friends with Tamara. So he was staying at Bob and Joy's house to help out around the house since they were getting a little older. How old was Tamara? Um, it never said. Oh, wait. No, hold on. I'm thinking of Mariah. How old was Mariah? Mariah, I want to say, was like mid-teens. Okay. Yeah. But they also didn't give her age. But she was a teenager. I okay. That. Um, yeah. So Tamara was friends with Shane, or <laughs> Shane's, Thane's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so he was there to help out and police learned that Thane had moved out pretty quickly after the murders. Oh, that seems a little bit sus. Yeah. And he had gone to Dover, New Hampshire. 
Okay. So the police ask the Strouds, like, do you know where he is or where he went so we can talk to him? And they did because Thane moved in with their son in Dover. Okay. So they go to interview Thane thinking that he might have seen or heard something about the murder since he was kind of like connected to the victims. He was like kind of living in their world, you know? Right. And maybe, you know, he's, they were like, he's a fly on the wall, you know? Yeah. Um, so on June 29th, a week after the murders, police spoke to Thane at his house and asked just a few simple questions. He agreed to give his DNA and fingerprints. Okay. And so, uh, a few days later, police- Did they ask for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or was he just like, here, take everything. I'm, no, I'm they, totally innocent. <laughs> they asked and he was like, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, a few days later, police went back and asked- him to meet them at the local police station since they had a feeling that he knew a little bit more than he was saying but they did note that he was being very cooperative okay which is either always really good or always really bad yeah (laughs) in the interview they start by of course being all buddy buddy with him saying that girls must think he's gorgeous uh yep yep they're trying to yeah and that he makes them feel old because they've been in that division for 20 years, which is as long as he's been alive. Right, right, right. He's yep. so young and handsome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got him a coffee. He started talking about himself and his life, like where he was born, how his fiance left him for his best friend two weeks before the wedding. Oof, rough, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just like random shit that has nothing to do with the case. Like, right. He just kind of like started talking yeah. about himself and. Yeah, because they're friends now. Yeah. He's like, you know what, guys? We're we're best friends we're at this besties. point. Like, let's... Yeah. Let me tell you everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has, like, a weird thing with uh, R.R. Tolkien. Oh, really? The guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. He, like, took a class, and he said in college that was, like, about Tolkien. And, um, like, he said that the professor professor for that class was like his idol or like his biggest like inspiration or it's the person he looked up to the most interesting and he just talked a lot about the lord of the rings and it kind of comes up later so i figured it was worth mentioning but um quick side note when i went to unr my first year of college my math 126 teacher wore the exact same shirt and the exact same shorts for the first like two and a half months of class every twice a day or twice a week, every single time. Same shorts, same shirt. I don't like that. It was very, very strange. Yeah. I, I remember the that. first time I saw him in something else, and I was like, what? <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. No, I, don't, I yeah. love that. It was very weird. Uh, so Thane also said that he had gone to live with his uncle from 12 to 17 because his mom was abusive, but there was no evidence that that was true. Okay. Like, he said that T- DHS, like, took him and everything. And oh. But it like, didn't look like did that was true. I don't know. That's strange. Maybe it's just since he was a minor and it was DHS, like it's... Mm, but I feel but, like as investigators or police, right. they would have access to that mm-hmm. still. Yeah, so it's just unclear. Um, uh, some people are just tall tale tellers. Yeah. He also never graduated high school because according to him, his high school treated the students like guinea pigs or inmates. Okay. He also said that when he was 17, he got into a bit of partying, and it started and ended at 17. Right. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, and never, it never ends no. the same year it begins. No. <laughs> uh, 
he said he did admit that he stole a gun from his friend's house when he was 17 when he was partying okay um and it was the same friend who is marrying his fiance oh <laughs> fun fact this is um in the same church that they were supposed to get married in oh this is like kind of slightly in a tiny little itty bitty way parallel to my life yeah one little tiny section of it. <laughs> Horrible. Um, and he said that he turned himself in because he heard that police were looking for him. He also said, quote, I always get caught, so why do anything bad? Okay. Yeah, like, he's like, I mean, look, I've turned myself in when I did the wrong thing. And, you know, I always get oh, caught for okay, things. okay, Tucker. Hi. I know. Can you get down? He's like, you know, I always get caught for things, and so, like, I've never been able to get away with it, so I just don't do anything, you know? Mm, it just seems like a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, the, detective, the detectives just come out and ask, what type of person do you think would do this? Thane says, quote, I haven't given that much thought. Oh. That's like, um... You've heard those those stories of, like, judges being like, okay, well, like, what sentence do you think that the person should get who did this crime? And they're like, oh, they should get life in prison without parole. And he's like, all right, well, you're sentenced to life in prison without parole. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, it's weird that, like, he hasn't given it much thought, but he was living with the family of one of the murder victims, and now he's been questioned a few times. Like, and he hasn't thought about this at all. He's just like, I'm so innocent that I just don't even care. I just don't even think about about, it. about any of it's it. It's like anyone would think about that. Oh, yeah. You know? It doesn't matter if you're innocent, guilty, don't know them. Right. Do you know them? Like, you're going to think about it. Uh, then he says, quote, someone would have to be cold, greedy, maybe. Someone would have to be just heartless. I mean, I never met his son, but who could do that? About the 10-year-old. Yeah. So they ask him if he knows his rights under the Constitution and that he can leave if he wants, that he's not under arrest. And he says he would be shocked if he were under arrest. Of course he would. He does keep trying to change the subject onto R.R. Tolkien, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. Hey, by the way, have you seen Lord of the Rings? He keeps... And also, my ex is marrying my... Yeah. Like, (laughs) he keeps quoting the author. And he he quotes it later, and I'll point out which quote it is, but it's just very strange. Um, Eventually, the detectives just kind of, like, stop acknowledging when he starts talking about... Like, they just cut him off and, like, you know. Um, Why wouldn't they? I know. It's just weird. So, they ask him what should happen to the guy who did this if they caught him. Thane said, well, of course they would read him his rights and lock him away. Um, He said, of course whoever did it should go to jail. Right, 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 yeah. He said he had met Jeff a few days after he got to Bob and Joy's and that they got along right off the bat. Sure you did. Jeff had invited him over a week later and he had rode his bike over to drink a beer with Jeff. I'm sorry, did we talk about how the family even knew this guy? Jeff? No. Oh, Thane? Yeah. Yeah, so um, Thane's mom was friends with their daughter. Right, with Tamara. Tamara. Got yeah. it, got it, yeah. Yeah, okay. I yeah. remember now. Um, 
So yeah, Jeff had invited him over a week later, and he had rode his bike over to drink a beer with him. They asked him to draw the trailer on a whiteboard and show what rooms he had been in, and he said he was only ever in the kitchen and the living room. He first said that he'd been there twice, then changed his story and said that it was only the one time he'd been there, and he got messed up, and that the first time that they- he'd only met Jeff twice, and the first time was at Bob and Joy's. Okay, so already red flag. When you change your story or when you give too much detail, it's mm-hmm. just a red flag. Yeah, and this was really smart to have him draw it out, too. Yeah, I agree. Because he, he had to draw the path of, like, well, I came in here, and then I went in here, and then I went there, and then I went back outside. So it's like, yeah, if, if he if they want to call him out on his story later, right, if there's it's fingerprints like, in a totally different room. Well, you drew your path. Mm-hmm. So like, what's going so on? So why are your fingerprints and DNA in this room when they're mm-hmm. when you said you were only in this room? Right. Yeah. 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 Um. So then they asked him if he'd only ever been there one time. Why were there multiple bike tracks going back and forth on like the dirt and the lawn and everything? And he said, oh, well, he forgot to mention that he'd gone back to check on the junkyard. What? Yeah. There's a junkyard? Apparently. Okay. You're just checking on it? Yeah, he's just, just popping checking it on it. Just popping it and being like, eh, it still, looks the same, still all right. junky. <laughs> Junk is still there. Yeah. Got it. So, yeah, his story just keeps changing, you know? Like, it's just mm-hmm. always something. Yep. Red flag. So, that's when the detectives tell him that his DNA was found on a cigarette and a beer bottle. Which makes sense if he said, I went over there, I had a beer, smoked a cigarette with him. Right. And I left. Yeah. You know? Uh, They also said that there were three bottles there. One with Jason's DNA, and one with Jeff's, and one with his. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though he said he'd never met Jason. Ah. I mean... Our beer cans just pile up on the counter until I decide it's time to crush them, so... Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know. You never know. Well, it's funny that you say that, because I was thinking that. I was like, you yeah, know, this, I mean... Like, sometimes I'll sit there for four days, and then I'll crush was, them all at once. Here's what I was thinking, too. They were like, well, why is there multiple bike tracks? It's like, well, the guy has a kid. That's like, maybe true. he's riding yeah. his bike around. But then Thane I was mean, like, oh, like, yeah, well, no, I forgot to tell you that right. I did. So it's like... But it's also like, I mean, not every... T- bike has the same tires right so true i mean yeah, yeah. so when i was thinking like yeah okay it could totally just be that it's sitting on the counter and they put another couple bottles on the counter yeah except that there was a party there the day before the murder and oh. the people at the party had helped clean the entire house after yeah and if there's only three beer bottles like and people from that party that helped clean said, like, there were no beer bottles anywhere. I mean, it still could have been, like, he came over and then Jason came over two hours later after he left. On the day of the murders? Yeah. He said he'd only ever been there two weeks before. He, mm. he said he was not there the day of the murders. You right. He was there two weeks before, only time he'd ever been there. You right, you right. Uh... I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, and it's yeah. not really working for no. me. <laughs> it, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, this is where Thane gets kind of trapped in his lies. He changed his story again and says he, he was there the day of the murders, and he met Jason for the first time that day. 
He said he smoked a joint with Jason out by the garden and then went to the shed with Jeff to get some nails for a carpentry job. Tucker. Um, when the detectives asked for the truth, he said that he'd like to plead the fifth for a minute while he smokes a cigarette or a joint oh, okay. and gets a coffee. The detectives say that he can have a break, but they want to let him know beforehand that they got a search warrant for Bob and Joy's house and the house that he was currently living in with their son. They also say God. that their stories, like, they were interviewing Bob, Joy, and the son, and their stories didn't add up with what Thane was saying. Mm-hmm. They were like, cool, 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 yeah. You can go, you can have a break. But, like, think on this. But, like, by the way. Think on it. We kind of low-key got you already. Yeah. And they said, I know you did it. And Thane kind of goes, mm-hmm. And, like, nods. Okay. And then... They say again, like, so you so you did it. And he was like, I won't say. Oh. Yeah, well, that's not a sign of guilt at all. <laughs> like, you just agreed with them, and now, like, you're not even denying say. it. You're just saying, I won't say. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, if I was innocent in a murder investigation, I wouldn't be like, oh, I won't tell you if I did it or not. Right. Like, I'm going to tell you I didn't do it. Yeah, so obviously they say... I can't get you a joint, but, like, let's go take that break, you know? Right. So they go out. You can have that cigarette if you want. Yeah. Let's just take a quick break. Uh, so after the smoke break, he comes back into the room, and he's crying. Same. <laughs> he said, quote, Obviously, I wasn't planning on getting caught. Okay. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. He said that Recorder he... on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he said that he went there around six or seven on the night of the murders and everything was going fine at first. Okay. Well, yeah, they smoked a joint. They had some beers. Right. Smoked some cigarettes. What could go wrong? Mm Mm-hmm. He said that Jeff was a big drug dealer back in the day. Not anymore, but he was. Okay. And he hated drug dealers and what they did to people. Okay. Do we know if this is accurate there's no evidence that jeff was ever a drug dealer and also what if it's like weed he said too in an interview he was like i mean you know i smoke weed but not the other drugs you know okay what if jeff was a weed dealer there's yeah i mean there's not even any evidence that he ever dealed anything right so thane just says (laughs) shane (laughs) it pisses me off okay Thane says that he decided to get rid of him to save the world. Oh. Because like he's really Batman. such a bad dude now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you're really doing the world a favor by yeah. killing this person who is literally doing no harm. Right. And you guys anymore? get along. Like, you said it yourself. You guys got along right I'm off just, the bat. Like, did he just want to kill? Okay. I don't... I don't yeah. Like, nothing adds up, especially the 10-year-old Jesse. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just can't. Yeah, so we know. only Keep get talking. this story. I mean, there's never any other story, so. I, I like just got to take it at face value, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm sure they asked him, like, what about they did. Jeff yeah. and Jesse? Jason and Jesse, yeah. No. Oh, Jeff was the drug dealer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Supposedly. I'm sorry. I, I was thinking Jason. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I know. It's too many J names. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, 
this is when Thane said that he wanted to be a marine. So he had studied how to be a soldier and how to kill people. Really? Because he did a great job. Yeah, well, so the detectives, I don't even know how the fuck they did this, but they were like, well, you know, like, how'd you learn how to stab people like that? Because you were, like, really proficient at it. Like, you know, it was really effective. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, where'd you learn that? Like, giving him praise for doing a good job of killing three people? I mean... And I get that's yeah. your job, but, like, how the fuck do you sit there and do... And, like, you say s- You things? separate yourself from the situation, like, mentally. Yeah. I get it, but... You know, it's... Tucker is just Sorry. being a fucking... Yeah, I'm not laughing at this. Though. Tucker is just a monster. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know how they... So that's, I mean, cops and detectives, they're like, they're, 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 they're in that position for a reason. Yeah. They're good at their jobs for sure. Cause they can do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, he said that he wanted it to be quick so that they didn't suffer also. Right. Stabbing is the best way for that. Yeah. Uh, he said that he had gone there planning to just kill Jeff. Wait. Wait. So like he went back? No, so he, so he was already planning to kill Jeff. Yeah, this before is he met Jason. Yeah, yeah, he okay. didn't know Jason. He'd never met Jeff's son. Um, it was he went there just to kill Jeff, and Jason and Jesse happened to be there. Okay, now I'm. I just can't wait to get to the part where Tucker, Nova, hey, come here. Um, I can't wait to get to get to the part where uh, one is in the shed and one is in a ditch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so it's funny that you say that because we're, we're getting, we're right there. Good. Uh, Jeff was in the shed to show him some nails. Like that part was true. Okay. Um, I read in a couple of different places, like he was either wanting to be a carpenter and Jeff was trying to help him out or he was going camping for the summer okay. and Jeff thought he might need nails. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. It makes a bit more sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> why would you need nails going camp? I mean, listen, I don't camp a lot. Mm. I don't think you need nails. I've never brought for, nails camping. for most camping no, trips. No. So, uh, while they were in the shed, Jeff was like turned around, grabbing nails off the shelf. And that's when Thane stabbed Jeff in the back with a large knife that he had brought. Um, and he said that he stabbed him multiple times, but he wasn't sure how many. I am thinking that maybe he killed Jesse and Jason. Well, if this part is correct, then he killed the other two for because they knew that he was there. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Yeah. So Jeff fought back and asked why he was doing that, but Thane didn't say anything back. He knew he just couldn't, or he couldn't just leave Jeff there since two other people had seen him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And would know who did it. So he had to, quote, finish what he started. He said, quote, in my mind, it was like a job. A hit to me. Ew. Yeah. Like, he wants to be an assassin or something. Ew. Um, Jason and Jesse were on the couch. Uh, Jesse was playing video games. And Jason was just sitting there hanging out, drinking a beer. And Thane walked in and stabbed Jason multiple times. Just sitting on the couch. Um... Jesse ran to the bedroom, so he chased him. Of course he ran. Yeah. That poor kid. I know. And he said, this pissed me off too. Thane said, quote, 
He was the quickest. <gasps> Ew. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Jesse looked at Thane and said he was scared. Well, y- well yeah. Mm-hmm. The poor kid. Are you kidding me? And Thane still stabbed him five times in the back while he was hiding, like, crouched down, hiding behind his bedroom door. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I feel for that kid. Yeah. And, like, I I cannot imagine being stabbed. No. I mean, I, I get my blood drawn and I'm just, like... A baby. Yeah. Yeah. Horrendous. And the force, like... The force that it takes to stab someone, too, like, it's not an easy feat to do. Mm-mm. And the fact that you just did it to somebody, and then you come in and you're like, mm, well, gotta kill his son and his friend, too, because, like... Well, and if you think about it, the back, like, stabbing someone in the back, you've got the ribs, the spine. Yeah, like, it's you, not... The shoulder blades, like, you've got like, things you, you gotta go through. Like, you need a lot of force yeah. to, it's, to hurt someone. It's, stabbing in the back is a lot. And he said he wanted to make it quick. Like, that's not a quick and painless mm-hmm. death. No. And he brought the... Like, this was definitely premeditated. He said he went there to kill him. Right. To kill Jeff. And he brought the knife with him. Like, it was a large knife. Like, and even if you were planning on killing Jeff, which, don't do that. Yeah. But, like, you couldn't have waited until his son exactly. and his friend weren't home. Exactly. Like, Come on. Mm -hmm. No, you just wanted to kill. Yeah, so the judge brings that up. Duh. Um, It's a good judge. Yeah. I mean, that's a mediocre judge. If I can come up with that, anybody can. I mean, yeah. (laughs) So, Thane went back into the living room, and Jason wasn't there anymore. Like, he thought for sure that he'd killed Jason before he went to find Jesse. Oh, my gosh. Jason had walked uh, out of the house into the woods... But then, for some reason, maybe he was disoriented, like, lost a lot of blood. Right. Walked back out of the woods. Oh. I mean, I don't want to say that. I mean, I don't know how bad his injuries were at that point. I think they were pretty bad. Uh, Thane thought that he probably would have died anyway if he just left him. Right, if he stayed in the woods. Yeah. Oh. Um, So then he chased him down the road and pulled him into the ditch where he was found. In the ditch... He stabbed Jason in the head. Mm, I don't know why. I I hated that so much more. Yeah. And why do I hate that so much more? I don't know. And he cut his throat two or three times. Oh. No, the stabbing in the head really got me, and I don't know why. I think it's because it's bone. It's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> like, it gives me that feeling. Cause it's like, you know what's weird so about nails on a chalkboard? So hard. I don't like the sound of it. Nobody does. But it's the th- thought of feeling it on my own mm-hmm. nails that really yeah yep. oh i, I just got it. goosebumps <laughs> yeah me too um yeah so oh yeah so I don't jason like was in arguably the worst yeah state because i mean yeah like had the had the most extensive injuries yeah uh thane stole jeff's truck and went over to the junkyard to dump his bike Oh, okay. Um, and then he went back to Bob Stroud's house. Yeah, like, hey, I didn't just kill your son. Oh, no. What's he, for dinner? He he did. It's his son-in-law, but he did oh. because he told him everything that happened. <gasps> what? And according to Thane, 
Rob brought him some coffee and told him to stay away from the house because of the blood. Then Thane drove the truck to Tamara's house, Bob's daughter, Jeff's baby mama, where Bob brought him new clothes. Sarah, I don't have words. That's why I'm just staring at you. Yeah. Bob's son-in-law. Let's just call him that to be easy. Yeah. Not technically, but yeah. He's just killed Bob's son-in-law, and he's like, hey, and here's his, a coffee, here's some new clothes. I guess maybe not his, not his grandson. Yeah, his but grandson. It, or granddaughter. But he no, did no, no, treat, no, I mean but Jesse. he did treat Jesse like a grandson, yes. They they say that later, or in the interview, they're like, well, what did Bob think about, like, you just killing his grandson? And he was like, oh yeah, no, like, it um, was like a hard time. I'm just... Mm-hmm. I'm just he, trying to put myself, like, in... Into the scenario where, say, oh, see, now I'm having troubles. Okay. Some, somebody was living with my dad. Mm-hmm. And then me and Alex aren't married yet. Mm-hmm. We don't have kids together. But somebody, that person, comes and kills Alex mm-hmm. and then goes back to my dad and is mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just killed Alex. And he's like... Okay, well, here's some coffee. Go to Stacy's house. Yeah. And she'll give you some new clothes. So like, Tamara wasn't home. Tamara had nothing to do with this. Oh, he okay, just good. drove there as a meeting place. I just. So that I Bob can't... could give him new clothes. What kind of. I hope he's in prison too. We will talk about that. Uh, then, after he got the new clothes. Um, Bob told Thane that he should probably leave the state and gave him a ride to a pond to get rid of, or like a marsh, mm-hmm. uh, to get rid of the murder weapon after, after he burned Jeff's truck. I get like maybe saying like, okay, sit down, we'll get you some new clothes, blah, blah, blah. You need to leave. But then immediately calling the cops and right? being like, I didn't want him in my home mm-hmm. because he just killed my son-in-law. Mm-hmm. So I did what I could to get him out. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. Yeah, no. Bob then hand-delivered him to his own son's house in New Hampshire. He was like, hey, you can stay with my son. Oh, my in, gosh. In another state. He needs a roommate. Um, If we don't remember, by the way, Bob was on the news talking about how, oh, my my grandkid just lost her father and... So sad and blah blah blah. Like you fucking know what I happened. You're sitting here saying it's so fucking sad. Him. And you he's, you're on the news. He's arguably just as bad. Yeah. Sure I mean, he didn't physically do it, but he sucks. Yeah. His excuse said he said that it was true that Thane came back through the woods to their home and was covered in blood, saying that he had quote killed them all. But he said that Thane threatened to kill the rest of his family if he didn't help. I don't yeah, know. Again, I get it. You send him off somewhere and mm-hmm. then immediately call the cops. You're already having him meet you at Tamara's house to get new clothes. Have the cops meet you there. Yeah. Like, he's alone, away from you, away like, from your family. Like, tell him, yeah, hey, uh, we're meeting here at 8 p.m. or whatever. Right. Be there by 7.30. Yeah. And then get him. It's it. It makes no sense to me why the fuck 
Like, I get the fear of, like, some... I mean, if he's capable just, of killing these reasonable. three people... It's not reasonable. But, like, come There's on. time. No. It's not like you guys are all in the house together and the cops are going to show up and he's going to bombard you all in the house and, you know, hold you hostage. Like, right. he's on his own. Driving. They yeah. can get him. Yep. You know exactly where he's going. You know what going. truck he's in. You know exactly where he's yeah, going. Yeah, they could pull him over. Yep. And arrest him there. Yeah. Uh, so when, I don't like Bob. No. When detectives ask Thane why he picked Jeff over all the other drug dealers in the world, he said that Jeff was the reason that Tamara and Jeff's child, Mariah, went into foster care and that he'd heard, quote, terrible things. D- uh, about what? About Jeff? About Mariah? About, Jeff. about what? Like... About Jeff. Okay. He said that he'd heard through the grapevine. Mm-hmm. That Jeff would engage in bestiality with dogs. But obviously that's never been proven. And I think Nobody he was else just has even being talked an about asshole. it, probably. Like, I think he was just being an asshole to make himself look better. Like, oh, well, the guy was a shitbag. Like, I was helping the world. Like, I, I don't think any of it was true. No. Uh, Thane goes on to say that there was another person that he wanted to kill, <laughs> who had supposedly also been a drug Excuse dealer. Me? Yeah, he said, oh, well, you know, the two biggest drug dealers were Jeff and this other guy. And so I was, I w- wanted to kill the other guy, too. That just kind of got brushed under the rug. Like, the detectives were like, oh, okay. And then moved the fuck on. Well, I mean, if he didn't do anything, like, I, I get I it. They're, they need to nail him on. touch on that. Mm. <laughs> like, I would... Because it's good, well, it is good, like, evidence to say, like, this guy's not releasable or... That's true. You know, like... He, I mean, that probably got brought up in court. If uh, it's in, I yeah. mean, if it's in your sources, it probably got caught. I watched in the entire interview. That's how I got this. Oh. Like, this is straight from watching oh. the interview. I love when you can find interviews. Um, let me let you in on a little secret. Okay. The YouTube channel, Explore With Us. Oh, yeah, yeah, You've talked about them. I love them. They have, like, um, a body language expert and, like, a bunch of different people weigh in. Like, they don't talk individually. It's just the narrator. But they get all of these people to analyze it. And they'll go over, like, see how he's doing this. That's, like, common in blah, 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 blah. You know? It's really interesting. And they'll put, like, the whole interview I would hate to and have somebody, it. like, analyze my interview. Even if I was innocent, I'd be so nervous I and, know. like, fidgety and, like... They do say that. They you say, know? you know, this could be because he's... This is a high-stress situation, but it right. also could be because he's trying to be deceptive. I'd or, probably be know. crying, too. Like, <laughs> I'd be a yeah. mess. But, no, they show the whole... Inter- the interviews, like, on this channel, and they analyze it, and then they tell, like, about the crime. So, I've been finding it really helpful for cases. Yeah. Um, I should look into them. Yeah, I, I really said that like last them. time, but like I really should. <laughs> yeah, you really should. I like them a lot. So, um, that yeah, that kind of just got brushed under the rug. And as he's writing his statement, he said, "quote I just realized he was so fucking smug. So Ew, fucking I can imagine. smug when he said this too. Come on. Yeah, no, he was so smug. Just imagine this. He says, "quote I just realized while I was taking a pee." That the word they use for me is homicidal maniac. Ew, what? Yeah. First of all, nobody said that. 
Wait, did they say that? No, but they're okay, okay. saying like people <laughs> yeah. like me, they call homicidal me. I'm like, wait, did the detective say that somewhere? No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, ew, get out of here. He I just also, realized while yeah. I was peeing. The the word they would use for me is homicidal me. Um, that's not what I would use for I, you. No, but okay. I'd use a lot of names, but not not that. Um, I wouldn't use the term homicidal maniac. No. So he just keeps talking during while he's like writing a statement. He's just, and the detectives are like, "Okay, cool. If you want to just keep talking, we'll listen." Yeah, seriously. You know? And so he said, "Quote: I did it to test myself to see if I was proficient. I spent my childhood wanting to be a soldier." He also said that if he had done more to cover up his tracks, like burn down the house, he probably would have gotten away with it. He said it like he was planning to do better next time if he got the chance. Like he was like thinking mm-hmm. through, like you know, if I had, no, like, he just burned... realized that he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he goes, well, an you know, absolute idiot. He goes, if I had worn gloves or like burned the house down or blah 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 blah, like I probably would have just gotten away with it. Like you guys wouldn't have known. You yeah. guys would have never caught me. I always like, maybe this isn't something to joke about, but I always joke like, oh, I could totally get away with murder. Yeah, because I do this so much and i watched so many right. shows and all the things but like police are fucking smart there's no chance i would be able no. to get away from, with murder you like, like no chance at all detectives do this for a reason they are very very good at this yeah like very good yeah and it's like to think his like, whole they could personality literally, I, I have five animals yeah i could drop one piece of cat hair from my clothes and they would find it and link it back to me right like it's it's There's crazy. no chance that I could get away with he murder. He just has period. this fucking mentality that he's, like, so smart. Yeah, and he's you an can obvious, tell. He's an obvious idiot. Yeah, you can tell when he's, like, talking in the interview. He, like, tries to use big words and, like, sound all, like, poised and composed and smart. And I took a class on R.R. Tolkien <laughs> in college. Like, he's a fucking asshole. So, I hate him. I know. So he said, quote, the families need to know what happened. They deserve an apology. It won't mean much. Like, that's how he said it. Meh. It won't mean much. I mean, it won't, to no. be honest. But, like... Like, he doesn't give a single shit about the families. No. He's just saying it to look like a good person, just like he was saying... But he's not even saying it to look like a good person. No, I think he that's is. It. I think he's trying to talk himself up and say, like, oh, yeah... Well, you know, Jeff was a drug dealer and he did all these bad things. And so, like, I'm really the good guy here. And, like, oh, yeah, I'd love to apologize. Oh, yeah, because a 10-year-old definitely deserved to die. Yeah. Like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's like, well, I, you know, they deserve an apology. I'm a good person. They do deserve an apology. Like, a legit one. Not one from you. Mm-hmm. I hate him. <clears throat> he also said to tell Jesse's mother, the child, yeah. Jesse, that it wasn't personal. Except it was. Yeah. You didn't have to kill him. Yeah. You didn't have to kill any of them. Mm-hmm. But you especially didn't have to kill the 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. You asshole. Mm-hmm. Yep. And fucking keep Jesse's name, her mother's name, Jeff's name, Jason's name. Keep all their fucking names out of your mouth. Like, you don't get to talk about them. Ew. But even worse... Here's where, if you don't already fucking hate him, when I heard him, I literally with my own fucking ears heard him say this in his own voice on that interview tape, and I wanted to jump through the screen. He said, 
This was his closing statement. Okay. In this interview. He said, quote, Best possible outcome, honestly, that good things can grow where evil was destroyed. That is a, another Tolkien quote. Oh my gosh. Like, good things growing where evil was destroyed or something like that. Uh, or, like, the gist. It's good mm-hmm. things growing is, like, Tolkien's whole thing. Um, so, basically, I don't know if you understand that, but what he's saying is that evil was destroyed when he killed Jeff, mm-hmm. so good things might grow out of that. Tell uh, me how. He goes on, oh, oh, oh he, he'll tell you. Because he says, I know you might not see it like that, but it's quite possible that these families will now become closer or stronger where they weren't, and that maybe those children might be better growing up without their father. From what I understand, he wasn't necessarily their biological father. Yeah, so now he's coming in and saying, like, it wasn't even his kids. The women were cheating on him. No evidence. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh. Yeah, he says, from what I understand, he wasn't necessarily their biological father. Which makes him an even better person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he's literally just trying to fucking dig. And take the role of a step-parent and be an actual parent Mm -hmm. to that stepchild is a better parent than, frankly, any biological parent. I don't know. Yeah. It's a different level of, like, commitment. Yeah. Because you choose, you don't have to choose that, but you do. And there's nothing that says that those kids were not his kids. Right. He's just being a fucking asshole. Ew. He goes on. Uh, he says, wasn't necessarily their biological father and wasn't necessarily a good man. As for that boy. No. He was so young. Too young. What? From what I understand, he too was well on his way to Thomaston or further. I don't know what that means. I don't. Um. No idea. Thomas. I just looks like a town. I don't know what that means. Anyway, um, I still have. (sighs) He says, "I still have a lot of good nature in me." Oh, do you? And I can still be used for good purposes. Yeah, like on how not to kill people. I don't know how the fuck the investigators sat through that. Sir, like, sir, actually. Okay, so my question. That I thought about a couple minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's alive still? Thane? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you go visit someone in prison and then you start beating the shit out of them, mm. how much trouble will you get into? I don't know. I think maybe it'd be like assault. Mm, I think I'd get a slap on the wrist. You know? I mean, I'm sure, like, depending on the guards, they, they might just turn their own. <laughs> oh, I never saw it. I don't know. They'd be like, we get it. This dude deserves it. Yeah, they might just. I didn't see that, so. Listen, I'll bring $1,000 with me. Yeah. Okay. I will tell the guards to keep him handcuffed. Mm-hmm. Have them just turn around. I will break a table leg off or something. Yeah. Beat him within inches of his life. He's only 34, too. He's got a long Yeah, and then just be like, okay, um, I don't know what happened over here. I think maybe another prisoner got him. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) So weird. So weird how that happens in prison. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Nothing or, it doesn't happen all the time. Or I'll call a different prisoner. Right, pen pal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep, right. Yep, yep. Be like, listen, I'll buy you a year's supply worth of ramen. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. I don't know. Mountain Dew. My brother right. loved Mountain Dew. Like Yeah. We would put money on his books and he'd buy Mountain Dew with it. <laughs> And I'll buy whatever and you want. Cosmic brownies and whatever. I'll buy you comfy slippers too. Just like beat the shit out of this guy, but don't kill him. Yeah, but do it like every few weeks. Yeah, like once <laughs> he's better, do it again. Yeah. Mhm. I don't know. Yeah. So I, they listening... they screen people's mail, but like I think they'd get it. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Listening to the him say that, that the kids might be better growing up without a father. Oh yeah, especially the ten year old who doesn't even get to grow up. Yeah. And, like, all of this shit. Oh, the, you know, Jesse, he was so young. He was too young. It's like, yeah, but you fucking killed him anyway. Like. Yeah, he was too young to die, my dude. Uh, yeah. What? Like, hearing that pissed me off so. And the detectives don't need any. He's written his statement. He's done all of the things. He's confessed. It's all taped. Like, everything. Yeah, he just keeps talking. For Why no reason. Why the fuck wouldn't you start screaming at him? Because I would. That's why we're not detectives. My dream job. Not doing it. I could not. So they took him out of the room, handcuffed him, charged him with three counts of murder and one count of arson. And this motherfucker actually <gasps> asked. He, oh. He actually asked, can I finish my coffee and cigarette before, Ew, we, go, uh, before we go to jail? I hope they punched him before they took him in. Uh, the detective was like, no, this is done or something like that. He was like, no. I thought you were going to say that he pled not guilty. Oh, does he plead not guilty? In court, he entered a plea of not guilty. Oh (laughs) (laughs) my gosh. Are you kidding me? No, no. With that confession. Yep. It's written amazing. and everything. A written confession. Yeah. It's amazing to me confession. that people can literally have a confession on tape, on paper, whatever. They've signed everything. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly they know the details of everything. Obviously they did it. And then mm-hmm. still try to plead not guilty. How, like, what goes through your stupid little pea brain yeah. to think that you're gonna get away with this mm-hmm. yeah. in any type of way? I don't know. Yeah, he pled not guilty. Uh, what an idiot. In... I already knew he was an idiot, but come yeah. on. So then, but in May in two, of 2011, so like a year later, he changed his plea to not criminally responsible by reason mm, of insanity. I knew that was coming. What insanity, sir? There is no insanity. I no. mean, sure, everybody who murders senselessly has a little bit of an insane, insane in them, but like, not insane in the way that you not don't know no. better. Yeah. Not, he was not anywhere no. near. No. Um... In his interview, too, that interview that I watched, he goes, I won't, I'm, I'm not going to try to claim insanity. Like, I did it, you know. <laughs> he was like, it's premeditated. He said multiple times, it was premeditated. What an it's actual taped. He's on video. Idiot. He's on video saying that. And now he's trying to say, well, no, but I wasn't saying that. So, oh my gosh. because he had entered the plea of insanity, the trial had to be split into two phases. So, one, the first phase was for the verdict on whether or not he, he was guilty of the crimes. Like, okay. did he do them? And the second phase was for whether or not he was criminally responsible and of sound mind. Right. 
And I assume he was guilty and criminally responsible. Yeah. Because he better have been. Of course. The jury found him sane and guilty of all three counts of murder and one count of arson. And in April of 2012, he was sentenced to three life sentences for the murders, plus an additional 15 years for arson. And it's wild that it's still not long enough. Yeah. This is what I was going to tell you my fun fact on the phone earlier, but mm-hmm. then I was like, might give it away. Mm-hmm. Maine abolished parole in 1976. Wait, but how? They, you do not get a chance for parole. Your sentence is your sentence. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. So he will be in there forever. There's no chance he's getting out ever on parole. They do oh. not honor parole. My, in my brain, it was always, I'm thinking like of only life sentences. And I'm like, wow, mm. everybody goes to jail for life. No, 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 no. <laughs> and no, then no. I was like, wait, no, no, no. Tyler, no. Tyler would have gotten out in four years. Yeah. You just serve, <laughs> you serve your whole sentence. You don't get parole. Oh, interesting. I like it. Yeah. I do like that. Hmm. Because you hear way too many times that people go many 15 years and they get out in two and then they go do horrible fucking shit. Yeah. While They'll they go away for a rape for like six years and they're like, oh, where? I was only in prison for seven months. And right. it's like, what? And then they go and kill people. It's yeah. Like, they should have been in jail. That should have never happened to that person. Like, they should have never died. Yeah. The only reason they did was because you let that piece of shit out of jail. I really, really agree with that. And, like, there decision. are some people that can be rehabilitated, but not Give people. Give them their full sentence. But, and not people that rape and murder. Violent crimes. It's yeah. just never going to go away. Correct. They're never going to get better. Um. Yeah, so I actually very much like that rule in Maine. Um, he has tried to appeal three times. They've all been denied. Good. The judge also said that if he makes any money in prison. Good. One, he's ordered to pay the funeral expenses. And after he's paid the funeral expenses of the victims, he is ordered to pay money into the victim's compensation fund. So he never gets a single cent of anything he earns. Good. It all goes to the family. I like this judge. I like Maine. I like Maine too. I like that they can do this. Should we move there? It's beautiful. I would love to live in Maine. Let's go. I'm kind of down. Um, let's go to... Oh. <laughs> let's go to Salem. That's in Massachusetts. Yeah. It's close. Me. It is. It's close. So the district attorney said, quote, This was such a waste of human life. Mm-hmm. A 10-year-old child butchered with two adults who were minding their own business. We can only imagine the horror that Jesse Ryan felt as he ran to that back bedroom in a oh. futile attempt to hide. The defendant decided... That he wanted to kill someone and he set out on a path that didn't and didn't want to stop. And it's like, I, the thought of like, yeah, I need to get rid of the witnesses. Mm-hmm. You got caught immediately anyway. Yeah. So, I like, Jeff had no reason to be murdered by any means. Mm-hmm. But the other two especially, like, it was just especially senseless. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just, ugh. Thane's attorneys uh, requested that he have a chance to get out of prison one day. What? Oh, well, of course they did. I mean, yeah. they can, Whatever. They kind of have to. Yeah. Uh, That's fa- their job. Yeah. The family members of the victims, though, pushed for as much as they could get. Mm-hmm. Robert DeHaan, Jason's father, said that it felt like a knife had been driven through his own heart when 
a son he loved deeply was killed. Oh, I can imagine. I can't imagine, actually. Yeah. I He's, don't have kids. He, I, yeah. He said that if given a choice, he would want to see Thane put to death. But he said one day he would get what he deserved. He said, quote, may God not have mercy on his soul. Amen, brother. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Jason's 12-year-old daughter, Skylar DeHaan, mm. also spoke after her mother, Bridget Ireland, talked about how her daughter still has nightmares about her father's death and can't sleep without a light on. Mm. She also said that she had to watch as Skylar cried on the night of the father-daughter dance at her school oh, because okay. she well, didn't now I'm have cry. a father to take her. Sarah. Skylar DeHaan spoke through tears about how much she loved and missed her father and said she dreads the end of the week. She said, quote, I cry because that means the weekend is coming and I always spent the weekends with my father. Oh, that poor girl. Marie Vincent, Jesse Ryan's aunt, talked about how much his family and friends miss him. She wrote, read a letter Jesse wrote in school four months before the murders, calling his father his best friend. Thane had the fucking audacity to... That's like anything a parent could ever dream of, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I cannot wait until Avery looks at me and says, like, you're my best friend. Like, that shit's gonna rip me to pieces. (laughs) And, like, that's normal for, like, a three or four-year-old, but, like, a ten-year-old to be saying that, that's just, like, it's extra special. Yes. Because that's the age they start, like, I don't really... Yeah. Yeah, like I have my own friends. I want to go. Yeah. I want to go down the street and play with my friends. Right. I want to like, be with you. You guys are embarrassing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just fucking uh. stupid. And Thane had. It's stupid that Thane had the audacity. While they were, all the family members were speaking, he was like raising his eyebrows, being like, "Really? Ew. Really? You're gonna say that these people were good people? I would have gone like, over there and smacked that look right off of his face." Instantly. And I, I... Cart me out of... Cart me out of the court. I don't care. Sorry, someone so rudely came home and made the dogs bark. <laughs> well, not the dogs. Just Nova, because she's a bitch. That's true. <laughs> um, Yeah, no. Fucking asshole. Like, don't act like they're not allowed to grieve. Even if they... Even if he was a drug dealer, which he's not... Like, there's no evidence of that. Right. You don't get to say that they don't get to be upset about it. Like, fuck you. It pisses me off. Yeah, he's he's human garbage. Yeah. He's more than human garbage. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Thane, though, did cry for a few moments when his own mother, Maria Ormsby, talked about how happy she was when he remembered to send a card to wish her a happy Mother's Day from prison. You know, you never really think... Or from jail, I guess, at this point. Yeah, you never really think about, like the suspect's family that much like they're going through just as much not just as much but they're going through a lot too Mm -hmm. his grandmother janice wilbur said that he was a good kid growing up and that she was proud that he recently received his high school diploma while incarcerated on the murder charges oh yeah big accomplishment yeah his uncle stephen ormsby joined all three in asking the judge not to sentence him to life in prison of course they're going to say that. And I get it. I get No, but I don't, like, though. I don't, though. If you killed three people, one of them being a kid. Right. If Avery did that when she got older, I'd say, look, I love you still, but you deserve. Yeah, you're forever my daughter. But you deserve to sit with the consequences of what you did. 
Yeah, and if that's, that's why life my mom prison, never bailed my brother out, ever. If, yeah, if that's life in prison, then you've made that bed. Yeah, you gotta lie in it. I'm not gonna ask you, I'm not gonna ask anyone for like, I get a it's more hard. lenient sentence, no. Yeah, I, I get it's so hard for you. Totally. But, like, yeah. but he deserves it. Yeah. His grandmother said, quote, we still have hope for him. Where? Yeah. Where and why? I don't get it. Uh, when Thane said that he did not want to speak in court, the judge said that he had gone to the Ryan home that night with the intent to kill Jeff Ryan, and that when he saw two other people, he didn't abort his plan. He simply, quote, expanded it. Mm-hmm. Which is what we were talking to, about. Yep. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like, there was, I genuinely think he just wanted to kill people. Yeah. Because, like, you can go there mad or whatever and be like i'm gonna kill this person but then like you you have time to think about it you have a you drank a beer with him you smoked a cigarette with him you met the kid like you have time to be like you know what maybe i shouldn't do this yeah tonight's not the night or maybe i shouldn't do it at all right but like if you must right if you feel in your in your stupid little pea brain that you must kill jeff wait that like there's just no reason to bring two other people into it exactly i think the judge put it a good way like he he just expanded the plan Mm -hmm. he added that he had no doubt that all three victims experienced conscious pain and suffering before their deaths he also took into account jesse's age and the fact that thane had shown no remorse for his crimes zero he said that he had done research and found that only one person in Maine ever had killed more people. Oh, wow. And it was uh, a convicted murderer named Christian Nielsen who murdered four people. Oh, my gosh. In Newry in 2006. Four people is the most that any one person has ever killed. At, like, one, like, one person has ever killed right, in, in the state of Maine. That's wild. I know. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. He said, quote, Mr. Ormsby is tied for second place in the, in the, um, annals of mass murder in Maine. Wow. The judge also wow, said. Maine seems kind of safe. I know. I'm kind of, I want to go there. Uh, the judge also said that he did take into account testimony from Dr. John Lorenz a psychologist for the defense who said that Thane was subjected to physical abuse and neglect as a child Mm -hmm. and that he did not receive needed counseling when he was removed from his mother's custody as a 12-year-old. Did Thane have any siblings? I don't know. Hmm. It didn't say, so I assume not. Because, like, his uncle, his grandma, his mom was there and they Mm -hmm. didn't say anything about that. Um... At the time, Lawrence said that he had deep-rooted problems and was, quote, deeply disturbed. Mm, Yeah, don't care. Lawrence also said that Thane was psychologically immature at the time of the murders, even though he was 20 years old. The judge still said, quote, but I must hold him accountable. Yeah. And in my opinion, he was fully aware of what he had done he did not act like a kid he did not act immature like i mean you can watch his interview you know this is where i got all the stuff from we just right. talked about it but like he him and his big words 
he does not sound like he doesn't have the maturity of a 20-year-old. Like, he's fully there. He's right. fully a 20-year-old. Like, he is a, an adult that is seriously Like, yeah, up. sure, 20-year-olds are still pretty stupid. But not, I was, not to the but... point. Yeah. Not to the point. No. Not to the point that I can't yeah. take accountability for murdering three people. Mm-hmm. Like, he's an adult that's seriously fucked up for sure, but, like, it's not an excuse yeah. for what he did. Like, right. he's totally still there. Um, Bob Strout. Oh, yeah. Was also arrested for hindering apprehension and arson. Good. He He admitted to helping Thane set Jeffrey's car on fire, and he was sentenced to four years in prison on a plea deal. Well, at least he gets four years. Yeah. He has to serve those four years. And he's pretty fucking old. I don't know how old he is, but he, he looks... <laughs> it looks, looks well. like he's in bad shape. <laughs> <laughs> the interview, or the um, Explore With Us episode actually called him elderly <laughs> i didn't geriatric think... maybe <laughs> he, yeah he looks like he's on his very last pinky toe not even the last leg he's he's just, out of there just the pinky toe <laughs> a strong breeze could kill that man yeah so um i don't know what the i know he was obviously out uh a few would, years ago, yeah, so I, I don't know, like, what the what the update there is with him, but that's, that is it. That is... Well, he sucks. Yeah. They all suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, by they all, I mean Bob and... Uh, and Thane. Thane. Yeah. Shane, whatever his name is. Shane Thane. <laughs> Shane Thane. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a bummer. Yeah. Um, I hated that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to end these, ever. Every week I feel like... You don't think you could ever hate someone more, and then you hear what they say, and you're like, oh, no, I hate them. Yeah, it's like, maybe it's because, like, last week and the week before and the week before that, like, those are already, like, an amount removed from our brains. So when we Mm. hear another story, it's like, well, that's the worst person ever. Yeah. And it's like, they're all just the worst person ever. Yeah, they all fucking suck. Yeah. They all all absolutely suck. Yeah. (sighs) Well, I guess should we move on to my question? Yeah, I'm here for it. Okay. Well, I started laughing earlier. I don't know if you noticed. I, like, chuckled because I saw a question that was like, what if aliens invaded Earth, but they were all hot? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what kind of question is this? That's so random. (laughs) And then I just saw another one that says, if your sheets had to be made of deli meats what meat would you want them made of i mean the only deli meat that i eat is roast beef it's just or salami who thinks but of... salami has such a smell it couldn't be salami well, who thinks of stuff like this i know it's very you random <laughs> okay so sarah actually found this question we just paused and <laughs> looked forever because we never come prepared to anything no i know um it's it's a miracle that we have cases every week. <laughs> seriously <laughs> um if you sorry to say it i already forgot Which it one? the second one. Oh, um if you could know the truth behind any secret or mystery which would it be mm. i already know my answer so fucking quick okay in my so mind. what is it the olive pass oh yeah the olive pass it will forever be in my brain and i will not rest like i will roll in my grave until i know what happened there I don't believe it was a... It was not an avalanche. No. It was 125 million percent not what? an avalanche. I'm just going to waste your question 
Whoa. What secret or mystery would you like to know? What's yeah. Area 51? I don't care about that. Are Not as much as the DLF Pass. There could be that was what they used. technology years advanced from ours in Area 51. And you guys are gonna Do you just want to come talk to our, our fans? You know how many hundreds of people have perished on a mountain pass with no freaking explanation? Not in the way that they no. did. No. I don't care. Oh my so gosh. Jason's wrong. It was a good story. <laughs> Uh, that's, okay, so in the, like, description of this question, it says, Nevada's Area 51 Air Force Base has been the epicenter of mystery for decades. It says, one thing is for sure, you'll struggle to find an area more secretive. <laughs> True. Um, I think my, I don't know, I've never thought about something like this. Except, <laughs> wait, I didn't read this, this is very funny. Okay. It says, what about the Bermuda Triangle? But wait, are we missing modern day's biggest enigma? What are the 11 KFC herbs and spices? <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. It's funny because, like, they they come in two different packets oh, from really? two different factories. Oh. Yeah, so you have to mix, like, you have to open up one packet, throw it in, open up the other packet, throw it in. But if I remember correctly, <gasps> the ingredients... No, I don't know them. I never paid that close of attention. But the ingredients are listed on the package. Like, legally, they have to be, Right. Yeah, and so I'm I guess pretty it's just sure the they are. That you so figure out. I should have I should have taken pictures you or something. You should have the fuck. What's wrong with me? Okay, so what's your mystery? I don't know. Um, that's a really good one. I'm not gonna take it though because you took it and we both want to know the answer. Yeah, so the pass. I know. Um, maybe. Um. Well. I don't believe in aliens, so that'd be that'd be something to that'd be something fun to know for sure. Yeah, if aliens exist. Yeah, I believe. I think I'm gonna go with aliens. I've also always wanted it's to know about the Illuminati. Like, what is what are they what are they really doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we hear about the Illuminati all the time, but like, but does, does anyone any... know what the fuck they're talking does, about? Yeah, I don't. Like, I think of the Illuminati, I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally know about the... And then I'm like, wait, I know nothing about the right, Illuminati. Right, right, right. Nothing at all. Isn't that one airport supposed to DIA. be? DIA. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracy theories around mm-hmm. Denver. I think, yeah. Because they built it, one. like, 45 miles outside of Denver. Right. And then, I don't know how far it is. Like, don't quote me on that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but they built it way outside of Denver. And then they, like, built it and then tore it all down and rebuilt it again. When they had, like, a perfectly working airport closer. And then, so now there's, like, theories about um, there being, like, underground passageways and, and stuff for there the are, Illuminati. Though. That's confirmed, and, like, I think. I don't well, not know. for the Illuminati, maybe, but I yeah. think there, are, there is, like, underground stuff. And then they have, like, all these weird gargoyles and the, the freaking Bronco that has glowing red eyes. And, and the like, paintings veins. and everything. Yeah, the yeah. paintings. Paintings are wild. They, <laughs> they did install gargoyles that talk to you now so that's fun what the fuck do they say um i have a video let me let me just pull it up real quick disgusting i remember the first time one talked to me i'm like whoa (laughs) i'm like that is that is new unsettling because why is this gargoyle talking to me yeah um man it's been a while i think that aliens do exist and i think that do you, what do you think about Bigfoot? No. No? No. 
I don't. I'm conflicted. I am not. Um, there have been how many thousands of sightings and how many thousands of people claiming they saw him and, like, saw his footprints and blah, 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 blah. Like, at this point, if you've seen him, if that many people have seen Bigfoot, there ha- like, it has to have been proven by now that there's a Bigfoot. Yeah, but, I mean, those people could just be, like, lying. But I think that, I don't know, there's a lot of, like, mountain areas that, like, we can't really get through. Yeah. I don't know. I'm conflicted on it. I'm not 100% sure if I do or do not. I don't believe in Bigfoot. I'm trying to find this stupid video still. It's been so long. Should I just pause? Yeah. You have anything to say? No. Okay. Okay, so I could not find my video. I think I may have deleted it when I cleaned out my phone, but I found a video on YouTube. You can't see it, obviously, but... That's a little too close for comfort, lady. That's what it says. Boy, you've never seen a talking gargoyle before? Welcome to Illuminati headquarters. I mean, Denver International Airport. <laughs> this is awesome. Hello. Do I know you? Are you hungry? Oh, I'm starving. You got anything for me? Those flowers look delicious. Oh, it's because of the conspiracy. Oh, it's because of the conspiracy. Look at me. I'm a little know-it-all. Well, you get back over here. I got a question about this conspiracy. Did you have to buy an extra seat for your hat, sir? Sir, are you stealing a desk? <laughs> Mine was not that talkative, and it was in the baggage claim area, and it was like, because in that it was... video, it was a very big one that was like in the center of the room. Um, but the one I saw was in the baggage claim, and it was like up high on the wall, like almost near the ceiling, and it was just this like little guy, and he just started talking. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> But do you think that, like, that was just a prank they they were doing that video? Maybe. Where, like, someone was sitting in there, like, watching a little camera. That, they, somebody was well, definitely right. watching a but, camera like, in that one. But, like, that's not how they are all the time, right? No. Like, they're probably just I've never even seen things. a big one like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just saw, like, this little one once, and I was like, why is it talking to me now? <laughs> it very much startled me. Oh, I don't like it. But I like that they're feeding into it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Illuminati. I mean, the Denver International. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> we'll know it all. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, well, that is everything I have. Kay. I need to go home and make dinner now. <coughs> and mm. Tucker has a lot to say, apparently. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Oh, bye. don't be evil. Don't be evil. Yeah, don't be evil. Don't be it. All right. Bye. Bye.